yeah. Oh, yeah. What is going on? The, the boys are back. That's right. The boys are back, baby. <laughs> I'm still I'm still crying from how moved I was by the film. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Fred Samurai Guy, back again with another movie review. It's a spoiler review today, guys. Just give you a quick heads up. We're going to talk about the Wandering Earth 2 Electric Boogaloo. And you know, and you know, we got to have. I, I can't talk sci-fi without the two sci-fi experts who are who are back. We have Kung Fu Santa himself, Rick Myers. Welcome back, my friend. I should have changed, changed my name to Sci-Fi Sifu. There you go, Sci-Fi Sifu. <laughs> but I'm loving the outfit there. I'm, I'm well, yeah, I mean, I've got all my evidence here. You know, this was the first book I wrote on the subject, and I didn't win any awards for that. And I've got my I got my novels, my two science fiction novels. These are the, I mean, I love these. I still, I reread this, I reread this one recently and I really still love it. And of course, this is what Lightyear should have been. They should have taken this. This is in the uh, Disney files. Oh. They should have taken the plot of this and done Lightyear out of that. And the latest one I did was I, 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 I perfect for this movie. I wrote this, this book has a bunch of different space stations. They have okay. an American space station, a British space station, a Russian space station. But they put me in charge of writing the chapters with the Chinese space station. Oh. So I did a lot of research. And so I mentioned, and there was, they were very kind. They mentioned me in this book. That's why I'm mentioning that I did work on it. So those are my sci-fi bona fides. But meanwhile, I'm wearing my Star Trek sweater and... My Star Wars shirt. Oh, look at that. Representing. Oh, represent. I, I, see, I don't know how to use my hands anymore. I have to get my beard out of the way. Yeah, these are all the Star Wars posters in one shirt. Oh, I like it. I like it's it. Very nice thing. So I'm I'm all starred up. Nice, nice. <laughs> love it. Love it. All I have is my Comic Con t shirt. No, that's all that matters. All that matters. <laughs> Watchers, we're beginning to talk about the next uh, Kung Fu oh, yeah. extravaganza. It's oh, going to yeah. be very exciting. That's right. That's right. And uh, it's awesome having you here, uh, Rick, of course. And, of course, Master B. Master Frank Jang. Got to get him back in here, baby. That's right. And he knows his sci-fi. That's right. He also knows his sci-fi. And if you guys have missed it, make sure you guys check out our room. Look at the point. He's got to do the point now. That's the <laughs> Frank Jang point. You're not messing around. Yep. Uh, check out our reviews me and Frank did of both Blade Runner films. I'll put links uh, in the description box below and all that stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> you got me, Frank. You got me. Well, yeah, Frank, and and yeah. I'm the I'm the open hander. There you go. There you go. And I'm the metal. I throw up the metal horns. That's right. But yeah. But yeah. Uh, Frank knows his sci-fi. And also, Rick, uh, you have uh, you can talk about this. Briefly. That's right. I was I was head writer on this official magazine. I was on the set of Alien. I held the aliens skull in my hands. I talked to H.R. Giger. I talked to Harry Dean Stanton. I talked to everybody on that movie. Also on the less successful, we also did a one-shot magazine on Meteor. The Sean Connery movie. So nice. I did the same thing for that one, but that wasn't as successful. Yeah, I was assistant editor of Starlog magazine. So yeah, I, I forget. Yeah, oh, there, oh, there's that's the uh, acknowledgement in the uh, William Shatner book. 
That's that awesome. That is awesome. I just ordered that John. Uh, I just ordered that John Wick book too. Oh, good. I yeah. think you'll enjoy it beyond my quotes. Oh yeah, that was my fantasy films, but this is a hard science fiction movie. That, so I didn't right. include my uh, my fantasy film book. Right. This, this is no fantasy, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's see who is here before we get started. Uh, the roll call. We got Brandon in the house. What's going on? Sexasumo, Severio. That's right. The monkey, he says Doomstar there. There you go. There that's you go. Right. That's, that's me again. They should have done, yeah. they should have taken the plot of this and used it for the Lightyear movie. Copy that. Got Eric in the house, Gilbertino, and Kai and Severio again. Uh, thank you so much uh, for, for chiming in to hear us talk sci fi. So, in what order did you guys watch the Wandering Earth movies? <laughs> I made a I made a big mistake. Frank, did you know that two was a prequel? No, not at all. And I tell you, I didn't even know they made this movie. I had no idea until like two weeks when before you know it was released. They they had that little trailer with Andy Lyons. And like, I said, holy shit, they made a sequel. I mean, at that time, I didn't realize this was a prequel, of course. Yeah, I thought it was a sequel, too. I thought it was a sequel, and, you know, obviously I saw the first one on Netflix, and then, and then so so when this came out, and then as I do a little, re, re, you know, I read some of the reviews and stuff, and realized, oh, this is a prequel, because obviously you see Wu Jing in there, Jackie Wu Jing, who, spoiler alert, died in the first film. So, <laughs> Well, I thought he was going to play another character, you know. Oh, I man. wish, I because... I, on your suggestion, I watched Wandering Earth on Netflix. Right. You know, and I am I'm sorry that I watched that first because you know this is if there's one thing you get out of this review, everybody watching, watch this first, watch two first, and right. watch Wandering Earth because this right. should have been called Wandering Earth Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it sets it up. Right. And it's just like. It I'm I I'm I was really I I enjoyed both films, but I would have loved both films had I watched them in the proper order. See, for right. me, I well, we, obviously we're going to go into detail there, but for me, I actually, in a way, I'm glad I saw the first one first. I mean, I saw because I thought this one was like leagues ahead of the first one, but we'll go into that. Well, yeah, well, yeah. well, we can't again. We can't call it the first one because it's not the first. Right. One. Okay, let's put this right. I'm glad. <laughs> I saw the sequel first because the prequel was much better than the sequel. Here you go. Well, there you go. Yeah, you can look at it like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, somebody just asked, will three be a prequel to a prequel? We don't know. And we yeah. don't know. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Andy Lau's a kid. We don't know. <laughs> and it's still a Chinese film bureau. So, again, if the movie is usually successful, which it right. tends to be. Right. I mean, they screwed over Wu Jing before. <laughs> Wu Jing right. did Wolf Warrior, and it was a huge oh. success. And they canceled his third movie, so oh, they might they might that hurts make the third movie of this one too. No way of knowing. Enjoy right. it while you got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, really quick, Frank. Uh, for those yeah. of you uh, that are watching right now, uh, let's have a little bit of fun. Go ahead and tell everybody what happens on this the official second movie, <laughs> the one that's on Netflix right now. What's that plot synopsis? Go ahead and give everybody the plot so synopsis. Basically, that the one. second one. You know, the second one that's not Netflix, you know, happened. I mean, the, the timeline all happened after the, you know, this this one that we're about to say. So basically, the earth is already on, is wandering, right, by then. It's moving. The moon is gone. 
And the funny thing was they never mentioned what like like they never meant. I mean, they they briefly talk about what happened, very briefly. So like, but we didn't like like by the time we saw the you know the Netflix one, uh, the moon is already gone and the Earth is just floating. And then the engine started falling, you know, like like breaking down. And and so, you know, they're in danger of being sucked back into the sun and all that. So they're trying to save right. you know save the Earth by restarting all the ignition or the propelling engine that's moving the Earth. So that's so that's basically the gist of it, you know. Right. And of course, in the process, you know, uh, Wu Jing's character died, you know, sacrificed himself, so to speak. So heroically, heroically, of course, it's always, of course, he's trying to it all away. <laughs> but I really liked, I really liked that one. I liked the Wandering Earth without the number on it because, to me, as a sci-fi guy, as a science fiction writer, and a science fiction film lover, I thought it was far more original, far more challenging. The thing about Wandering Earth too. Uh, again, spoiler alert, is that like Megan, like Age of Ultron, like 2001 A Space Odyssey, like every single um, science fiction movie with AI that has been done, the characters make the unavoidable decision. But I've seen that decision made over and over and over and over and over again in British science fiction films, American science fiction films, now, even most recent, as most recent as Megan, that you know, nominally a horror movie, they all make the same decision. It's a completely logical decision. However, there wasn't any of that nonsense in the first one. The first one was a big science fiction epic of turning the Earth into a spaceship, which right. it is, of course. Right. It is a spaceship. Right. And trying to get it to a place of safety so it won't go into the sun because of the collapsing and also we know the enemy now because of the prequel sequel. Right, right. And so, with and with a few Michael Bay elements. Uh, oh, <laughs> just thrown in for fun. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Uh, on Monday, Fat and I are going to do the February action film autopsy. And we'll be discussing this movie again, both movies again, but in terms of the action. I mean, Frank, you can let loose on the action yeah. in this one, but I'll be going into more detail on Monday. Here, I'm here to talk about this more, I think, the science fiction. And like well, I said, I prefer the science fiction in the original without a numeral on it than I did in the sequel. But the sequel is still a huge eyeful. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and what oh, yeah. amazes me the most is, you know, this is a very rare instance where you have, okay, first thing first, a Netflix film, was based on a you know science fiction short story, right? Written by Liu Qixing, Liu Qixing. And what amazed me, amazes me about the sequel is he came back to write the sequel. So basically the story that we, I mean, the prequel. So the story okay. that we saw in the prequel was original. It was done by the same author, you know, it's similar, it's almost like, you know, like, like Arthur C. Clarke, you know, having done 2001, come back to write the script for 2010, you know, instead yeah. of having Peter Himes doing it, you know? So, right, so right. to me itself, that is actually a pretty amazing accomplishment to have the original sci-fi writer of the short story that inspired the Netflix film coming back. But this is basically a new story. This is a brand right. new story written right. by the same author, you know? And and I love how the callback to the sequel, how the callback to different things, like how the little hints, you see how yeah. the AI, there's all these shots. I mean, of course, obviously, he's very 2001 inspired. And then you see a lot of shots where there are shots of just a camera, just the AI camera 
And yeah. for those of you who've seen the Netflix one, you knew, okay, they're going to rebel and they're going to, they're going to, you know, they're right. going to, uh, uh, this the coop thing in the sequel, you know? So, so I like, I like this as a callback, a little hints. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys see She-Hulk, Frank? Did you see, uh, the Marvel show She-Hulk? No, no, I haven't seen that, unfortunately. No. Preston, did you see it? No, no. Okay. Well, the, mo the monster in Wandering Earth 2, you know, that, that HAL 9000 type of thing. Yeah. It's a dead ringer for the Kevin Feige robot in She-Hulk. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. So every time it popped up on screen during Wandering Earth 2, I would just start, I would start <laughs> giggling because I'm going, oh, it's Kevin Feige, it's Feige. <laughs> but I, I could, that's funny. I could see uh, what you're talking about though, Frank. I, I was getting the, the 2000 uh, yeah, that's Feige. Uh, vibes, yeah. Yeah, Space Odyssey vibes for sure. And yeah, also the funny. Blade Runner. Feige, bot, Feige yeah. bot. Yeah, and also the Blade Runner 2049 vibe when he interrogated Wu Jing, you know, telling, asking him all these questions. Like the moment I saw, oh, that's straight out of Blade Runner. I mean, obviously he's taking all these influences, but at least he's not just blatantly ripping them off. You know what I mean? I mean, there's, oh, no. there's, yeah, there's something like, in, in the scenes, you know. But it's a science right. fiction film. And uh, I mean, I've read every science fiction novel published between like 1960 and 1975. So he's also taking a lot of the concepts of the golden age of science fiction writing. Right. And that I right. appreciated. However, like I said, given that I saw the mass backwards, uh, I, I did not appreciate what was now a cliche. Most, mm. of, most of the science fiction concepts in Wandering Earth 2 were cliches to me. While most of the concepts in Wandering Earth were what I call very Robert Silverberg esque, because Robert Silverberg was like my fifth or sixth favorite science fiction writer of the classic age, and he would take on subjects like this, hmm. and uh, he would do a wonderful job, and so did uh, so did the original Wandering Earth. So for a science fiction, see, I'm not even sci-fi films. Sci-fi is a derogatory term to science fiction writers and lovers. We call it science fiction or SF. And for an SF fan, the first movie is, is far stronger than the second movie. But the second movie was, is a far greater piece of cinema. True. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also, also the effects are much better. The effects are so much better than, than, than the first one. I mean, like the first one, you know, Whenever they go outside, easier. Right. Look at that. That's CG. That's very right. You know, right, right, right. I mean, I wouldn't say cheap CG, but not very good CG. In comparison, yeah, yeah cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Here you can feel the weight of like all these structures, like the space elevator, the engine on the moon, the the, the transport they're using. Everything felt there's a weight weightiness to it that you not you didn't see in in the, in the sequel. Also, a reality to it. There's a yes. reality to it. Reality based, correct? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could, even though you know it's a, a special effect, it's still like it's real. And, and, and you know, yeah, and, and, and there's so many like poetic shots. I was like, actually quite amazed by it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, of course, I always have, having seen, um, watching on Netflix again, Lost Bullet one and two, seeing them doing the fights real and the car chases real. I'm still a little separated from this because I know it's special effects. And, and the, so I'm, 
I wasn't, I wasn't as involved with the characters because I saw the accident coming. This was like mm. a slow motion accident. Yeah. And obviously, obviously the on-screen credit doesn't help you because it kept telling me, oh, this crisis in 13 days. And I, yeah. and I, <laughs> and I tried to count how many movies is in this one movie. <laughs> I mean, it's basically broken down. It's basically, is it two movies or three movies? Because <laughs> well, it's the, three different plots, right? Yeah, the lunar First, crisis, you have the crisis on Earth, and you have the internet. You know, they're trying to reconnect the internet. And you also had the sabotage in the beginning. So, yeah, like four. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the Wu Jing starring movie and it's the Andy Lau starring movie. Right. I, wait, I thought he did a terrific job. Oh, they, um, they're both wonderful. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. both great. Oh, no, they're both wonderful. They're both wonderful. And I, and I love the fact that Wu Jing actually, to me, the Wu Jing's character is actually much more concrete in the sequel than the prequel. I'm sorry, in the prequel and the sequel. <laughs> so from now on, we all have to say Wandering Earth or Wandering Earth 2. <laughs> Which one is two? The Netflix one is two, right? No, the Netflix is one. Oh, the no, Netflix no, no. I felt there's much more characterization for Wu Jing in two than one. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. And Andy Lau did such a terrific job. And again, I love the fact that all these small things that you saw in one kind of fully develop in two, like the cat you know, his wife having the, the illness, the kid. No, you're confused. I, mean, I know it's cliche. I know you're gonna say it's cliche, but no, 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 it's not a cliche. It's just that I'm confused. What are you talking about? When you say one, do you mean wandering earth without a number? Or do you mean wandering earth two? No, one is without a number, okay? So yeah. No, that's oh. That's a sequel to, to Wandering Earth 2. No, okay, all right, here we go. Who right. wants first? What comes first? I don't know some words. No, because, because we're talking about Wandering Earth 2, we'll keep it as Wandering Earth 2, even though it's a prequel, all right? So we'll, we'll so go so by we can, the name. We'll so go, so by we the name. <laughs> go by the name, yeah. Go, go by, by the name. name. Go by the name. Go by the numbers. No number. Okay, so Wandering Earth is a Netflix one, okay? If I add a number, that's the one we're talking about. So anyway. Wandering Earth is Netflix. Yes. yes. Wandering yes. Earth yes. is well go. Right. Yes. There you go. There you there go. go. There you go. We'll yeah, do but that. again, like I said, you see like little things in Wandering Earth where they were kind of more expanded in two, which I kind of really like because like that picture. Like that picture, I mean, like it's it's so smart for them to have that picture that you saw in Wandering Earth. And then they show you how they took that picture, how that picture came about in two. No, from now on, say Netflix or Wellgo. All right, there you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Is that, okay. Now, has everybody got that? <laughs> <laughs> prequel, Wellgo. I See, like. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Wellgo is the prequel. No. Yeah, that's what I said. Prequel, Wellgo. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, prequel, yeah. Wellgo. Okay. I liked. I liked, as a science fiction guy, if you're a science fiction fan, Netflix is stronger. But if you're a cinema fan, a movie fan, a science fiction film, yeah, let's put it this way. If you love science fiction cinema. literature, okay, yeah, uh, Netflix. If you love science fiction films, well done. Well, done. well I do. <laughs> I agree with you, Rick, to a certain extent, because... Okay. I was not totally I was not totally buying the teenage plot thingy in Netflix. Oh yeah, I ignored that. I I, well, I couldn't ignore it because they 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 in the film like most of the goddamn time, you know. 
but it, it was right. still character stuff, which I appreciated rather than, you know, yeah. mystical stuff. Right. But, but be that as it may, let's make it clear what you should actually do is watch Netflix first, then well go second. There you go. There That's you go. what you should do because they're great together. They add to each other together. It's worthwhile. Yes. Yes. It and is. also, and they're, they're perfect because uh, Netflix is not as good special effects, has more character driven stuff, and it's a great setup for Wellgo. And right. it, it's much. It's much stronger to watch that way. I just like the fact that the Welgo one, you know, the original author was expanding the scope, expanding the yeah the scale, yeah. expanding like the 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 uh, I mean like the risk. I mean like the 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 perils that they're facing. You have all these like one peril after another, and it's just like wow, you know, how are they going to survive this? And then, then, then I mean, obviously we know they survive because you know we saw the Netflix. So but, yeah, still to have them play out like that is amazing. You know, like it's, it's just great to see, and I I'm so glad I saw this in the movie theater. It's it just looks amazing on. Did you see there. it in uh, IMAX? No, they they didn't show it in IMAX in the US. Oh, okay. uh, they, I did see it on like a pretty big like cinema cinema XD screen, which I which was great. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, man. I tell you, if if I was going to see this on any, if they were showing it in what are the what are those movie theaters called where there's where the the chair shake. D box, yeah, is that what it is? D box, I think so. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see this yeah. in a D box theater, yeah, that right. would be amazing because I've always, you know, as a science fiction writer and a lover, I would always want to be, you know, and that's how I always feel when I go on a really good roller coaster. I'm on a spaceship, I'm in my own little spaceship, yeah, yeah, and that would have and this would have been amazing to see in that kind of environment, but it was, ama oh, yeah. it was amazing to see in any. Yeah. Major. Theory. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I you know when I rewatch this for for our little review here, I watch it on my iPhone, and then I listen. So to you it. saw it in the theaters first. I saw it in the theaters first, and I I watched the screener again on my iPhone yeah. with my AirPod. Sounds great. Looks great. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah. I and, saw it in my home theaters system, and it was it was terrific. But nice. My prop. You know, I'm the writer. You know, so I always want to solve the mystery. So the fact that it plays out the way it does is a little disappointing to me because I don't like, you know me, I don't like villains winning. And this this thing, it's not really a villain, but it, it's a it's AI that makes an extremely interesting decision. Because, you know, again, AIs are supposed to be, the problem with AIs is that they're programmed by humans. So... They are, you know, just like Hal. Hal made a really lousy, Hal 9000 from 2001, my probably my favorite science fiction film of all time. That I also, even when I was, I, that came out in 68. So I was, I think, 18. And even then I was sort of like going, why did, why did Hal do that? That doesn't seem to make any sense at all. Megan, I understood because she was, she would. I would have loved to have had sequences in 2001, which had interviews with Hal's programmer. If they had showed Hal's programmer hmm. had little touches of paranoia, then that would explain why Hal acted the way it did. But this one, I don't know. You know why Andy Lau's daughter made the decision she did. I understand that humans suck and should be eliminated. You know that's what every that's what every AI, that Ultron and Megan, that's what they all decide. But if you're going to destroy all of humankind, 
why do it the way she did it? Because that seemed to be very, very faulty approach. But what do you mean? Oh, did, well, she well she died in the car accident, right? And so right. they kept two minutes of her, and then of course Andy Lau put her in that computer, right? Make her life full. So you know, like you can see in the in the clock, it's now like seventy, you know, seventy yeah. years and all that crap. So, and then he went, you know, he died, and then he went into the AI with her. So I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what what decision you're talking about here. Well. Well, I, you know, I don't want to give everything away because we're trying to, we're trying to do it. However, that makes a great idea for the. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, that's Megan. That's Megan calling. No, that's Andy Lau calling. That's Andy Lau calling. There we go. Yeah, there's Megan. Yay! <laughs> well, we that, can do spo we can do spoilers. Spoiler talk, Rick. Go ahead. Well, she she continues. She sabotages. She finds a way to sabotage each thing. And she does like in the in the in the number two in uh, Wellgo, she does like four to five to six different sabotages. She can't come up with one really good. I mean, just put out a virus, you know, uh, you know, have it do the Last of Us on us or whatever. But be beyond that, you came up, you gave me an idea for a great a great idea for the next one, and that's the war between Andy Lau and his daughter in that realm what would you call that realm they're in they're in the computer not quantum <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> cyber oh, that's world that's close yeah, yeah. After, i don't know afterlife realm because digital realm i mean it's supposed to be a digital, digital realm. realm right yeah that was my question for you frank was um what uh setting up that extra sequence in the mid credits at the end of well go wandering earth mm -hmm. um where was that in Netflix Wandering Earth? Nothing. Where, no, yeah, so, nothing okay. that, about that because in the Netflix one, you only see the computer kind of rebelling. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. There's no Maybe. mention of AI. So, I mean, the, all this, this subplot, well, I wouldn't call it subplot, it is a major plot in the World of Film. This whole thing about AI, digital life is actually not in the Netflix film. Yeah, which is why okay. I like it better because okay. it, was, it was more original to me. It was something that I don't often see in the movies. Why, while the AI stuff I see a lot now, I mean right. throughout the history of of science, AI films. But right. you know, even so, together they're better than apart. Yeah, both of them yeah. are better. I'm, you know, if I have if I have another, how long was? It's almost three hours. Yeah, but it flew by. It, it's it flew like, by, but flew you by. Know, yeah. I just don't have that time. I've got to. I, I'm. Eventually, I will go back, especially if, if there's a, a sequel. I will go back and I'll watch them in the proper order this time. Right. Well, with the success, I'm sure they're going to make a sequel. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, we don't know how long that's going to take. Yeah. Don't say that. Wolf Warrior <laughs> was the most successful. Wolf Warrior 2 was the most successful <sighs> film of its time. No, I think... <sighs> I know. I said three now, and it's like yeah, but that's a little bit different, though. You know, I think they stop it because they felt of they feel they you know they were worried about people worshiping that hero image. Of course, yeah, of course. You don't have that now, here. Let me talk about the other thing, you know, because when we were when we were talking when Frank and I were talking about this originally without all you guys watching us, we of course I made jokes about how about those drone shots, and, <laughs> and Frank. <laughs> But Frank, what did you then say? You said that another reason you really like this movie is because 
of that great attack, the sabotage, drone sabotage. Oh, yeah, that was great, but you said one other thing. Oh, you mean the zero gravity thing? No, the lack of... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The lack of, uh, like, sort of like a nationalism. Oh, there is definitely some nationalism some. in the film, but they, they really can't... I mean, compared to the first film, they really can't tone it down. I like the fact that they... In the film, you have them blaming the Chinese for not connecting the internet. Like, what the hell are the Chinese doing all that stuff? So, in other words, the Chinese were not perfect in this film. They're not, like, they're not the one, they're not the only one that's saving the earth, unlike in the first, in, the, in the Netflix film, where it's like the Chinese, you know, like the Chinese crew kind of built up this, um, you know, this this calling, like, like, like this uh, call to, to, for everybody to, Team Jones shot, everybody to come and save the earth. But here, they they were flawed, you know. Like they they, yeah, they right, had trouble right. reconnecting the internet. They yeah. you know then you know I mean like their their suggestion were not taken by the other countries. And then also when you saw that scene where they realized the testing was successful, the the lunar the the you know the engine started igniting. You you know it's, it's not like the Chinese did it. It's like everybody kind of came together and did it. You know, right? Nobody right. just only praising the Chinese. And and for right. that I'm I'm you know I'm I'm glad that they they did that. You know, it's Listen. not like yeah. Less propaganda. Right. right. Exactly. Less propaganda. Yes. And also it's a great message for it's a great message for today that everybody should work together. Yes. Right, rather than yes. be separate. Um, yes. So, yeah. So as such, just terrific. And but yeah, I mean, and I also like I mean, like, you know, I told you about how I love that attack sequence in the, in the, in the beginning of the film. It's almost like they get that. I mean, like, that is like probably one of the biggest action sequences in I mean, compared with like Avatar and stuff, like it's comparable almost to Avatar. But it's like, I mean, it's an extended sequence that's almost like half an hour long. And yeah. it's great. The effects are great. And then the concept, the way they, they show everything is clear. You see what's going on. You know what's going on. It's not like you're confusing any part, any time of the sequel. You're not confused at all. And all, I just like the fact that he kind of got it out of the way in the beginning right. of the film. So that once that's out of the way, he can properly tell this sci-fi story, which and I really admire. Yeah, we can call it we can call it uh, space foo. <laughs> space foo. There you go. Well, there's gun foo. There's kung foo. <clears throat> now space foo. Well, got to show yeah. this comic con, man. I mean, I mean, and I, like when I first oh, yeah. thought, yeah. buddy. And we we're gonna be. Let me let's do a little let's do a sneak peek. Sneak peek. Comic-Con. You see what Wellgo has been. I mean, in addition to everything you're doing, Frank, for Eureka <laughs> and '88 and the oh. other one. You know the stuff we're also doing with Wellgo. Did you see all the movies Wellgo has now? They I got the new Donnie Yen. They got the new Jackie Chan. I know. They've got. I mean, they've got this. They're just. Oh, I'm telling you, I can't On remember. Fire. Did I show? Did I show King of? Uh, did I show Fearless Kung Fu King at last year's Kung Fu Extravaganza? No, no. I mean, we're going to do that one. We're going to do the Grandmaster yeah. Kung Fu. I mean, this is going to be an awesome. Oh yeah, this year's coming. We'll talk to Cynthia Rothrock about showing clips from her, but she may not have be starting her film. Yeah, if you guys don't know who's watching, uh, go to um, Black Creek Kickstarter. Black Creek. Yeah, uh, Kickstarter, the Black Creek uh, mm-hmm. project that Cynthia Rothrock is right. trying to do. She's saying she's not going to be able to start filming it until November. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what she just said. I, that's Myers. Anubis, that's Myers. There's an S on the S. <laughs> you got Rick right. You got Rick right, and I appreciate it. Uh, anyway. What's up, Anubis? Good to see I didn't you. realize that because I thought she's going to shoot it. Because she told me she's making a movie next month in March, and I thought that's the movie. Oh, she is making a movie next month, but right. it's not hers. Okay. Okay. She's doing another movie next month. 
Okay. But hopefully she'll be able to stop by if she's not if she's not incredibly. That would be amazing. That but yeah, we're going to be inviting a lot of a lot of guests. I think we need yeah. to do two nights. <laughs> Part one and two. <laughs> Let's talk to them. Yeah, Let's talk to them. Oh, part one and two. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. never yeah. done that before. We've been on Friday night before. Right, right. We haven't been on. But let's see what they say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Why not? Yeah. But I agree. I agree. Rick uh, Welgo is on fire, man. Yeah. They are yeah. on fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I enjoyed uh, both of these films. I enjoyed both of them, and um. The the both uh, I I you know I did get a little bit of the a little bit more action Michael Bay esque uh, you know disaster movie on the Netflix one but I still enjoyed it you no, know I still had a lot of fun with it oh you you got more of Michael Bay on the Netflix I thought there was more Michael Bay on uh, Welcome Welcome no just that drone sequence just the drone sequence <laughs> just the drone sequence I mean I mean there's a scene where I showed it in the clip the gatling gun just he's just shooting the gatling gun at the, oh that's at true. the that's sun true. <laughs> cursing the sun you know I didn't consider um, you know cuz it's so there's so much action in yeah. uh, in the Welgo one that I thought of that more as as more bay they're both they're both action spectacles you know, and special a lot of planes he threw yeah. them he threw them at the <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I mean, you know, just really great stuff. The, the special effects are so good, and you and know. you know, I love my sci-fi grim and dark, and like this film, yeah. Like, there's no comedy in this film, man, which I truly, no. truly appreciate because yeah. I mean, it reflects that. I know Rick is shaking his head again, but I well, just, I mean, look, it reflects the situation. I mean, this is grim shit. I mean, the Earth is dying, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah. And, yeah the, I mean, it's yeah. a little bit of the love. There's a little bit of the love. Yeah. Hey, you gotta laugh. I know. I mean, Earth is so precarious. You gotta blow up the fucking moon to save it. You know. (laughs) Don't touch. Keep keep your hands off her flowers. God damn it. That's her flowers. That's the sequence we'll be showing at uh, Comic Con. Please. Yeah. That sequence is awesome. The only problem I had with that, I'm going to mention that on Monday too, is they kept cutting away from Wu Jing. Yeah. Right. He's fighting, and they cut away from him. And it's like right. you guys just really want to keep Wu Jing in his place, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know what? I think it could be also a deliberate attempt to like not do it as a fight. You know, like you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a deliberate attempt not to show that as a fight scene, but more like yeah. part of this entire action sequence. This is great. Yeah. I mean, part of this action sequence just starting from the moment the drones started acting on their own. You know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, I think uh, it was. I think it was very clear that's what they were doing. Yeah. yeah so and, yeah. and so I wasn't too upset by. Like you said, not seeing, you know, not just keep focusing on Wu Jing. I realize part of the whole action, you know, the the whole sequence is just part of it, you know. And and I think they're well, just trying to tell you that. I am definitely talking. That's the thing. This is the thing I've always wanted to do. I am definitely talking to Welko about getting Wu Jing. Woo! Oh my God! I'm definitely <laughs> talking. I want to, you know, I want to do that so bad. But I'll we'll be the him. translator. I'll translate. Yeah. And since Johnny Toe will be out of a job, we can get him to come. <laughs> God damn it. Look, look, look. Even if Johnny Toe still has a job, you, you, I mean, like, you would call, you would, like, you have to yeah. mortgage your house just to get him to. to he'll have to, well, no, he'll, he'll have to get out of town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, I think. Oh, no, Johnny Toe came out against the Chinese. Yeah. Wow, getting Wu Jing would be such a cool man. That would be awesome. <laughs> Please, please, Rick, 
work your magic, Rick. Work your magic. That would be well, awesome. If I could talk to Jackie, he would come. I mean, yeah, Jackie no, I don't think he'll come. Yeah. And I haven't seen him for years. Yeah, yeah. I tell you that story. The last time I saw him, he was getting an award at the New York uh, Asian Film Festival. And no. he stopped the award to, to come off the stage and shake my hand. And it was like, I was wow. surprised. The audience was surprised. That's but he awesome. recognized me even with a big beard. So that was cool. Yeah, but I mean, awesome. I mean, just going back to the film again. The welcome. I mean, like I like really like Andy Lau's character. And for one thing, okay, I have to mention like does Wu Jing and Andy Lau never age? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> how come they still look like they're like in their thirties or like even at the most early forties? It's like look at look at this. This is like <laughs> you you can tell me that this this was taken from a film like twenty years ago, and I'll believe it. You know, right? Yeah. Well, he looks older to me. He looks more gaunt. Uh, he's oh, yeah. No, I, mean, I know he's thinner, yes. Yeah, same thing with Chow Yun Fat. Chow Yun Fat is oh, yeah, yeah. real thin at this point. But like remember the you know, like the end credit sequence in, in, yeah. in the work of him is like that's Andy Lau in his 40s or something. You know, it's like he hardly yeah. aged. Yeah, like, come Crazy. on, Frank. You know, if when we trot out all the pictures of you and me over the <laughs> over the you know, what we started years. doing this in 97, yeah, you don't age. <laughs> you really <laughs> age. I mean, you, you, get, you get heavier and thinner, but oh, you know, you know, you know how I do it. Like I do it like the Bruce Bruce Lee did. I drink snake blood. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my goodness! I don't want to be. I don't want to be cliched, but yeah, it, the the Chinese and the Japanese are well known for not aging until until between one birthday and another they suddenly age. Right. I mean, it's very, it's very uh, a picture of Dorian Gray for the Asians, because yeah. you know, uh, friends of mine are, you know, look the same, the same, the same, the same, and suddenly they hit a certain age, and they age thirty years overnight. I know, like that, like snap. And it's yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but man, back to back to the movie though. Back this to is the a movie. Lot of, oh yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun scenes. I love the whole getting ready for the, you know, the whole training sequence, and getting ready for the the shit to hit the fan, but. Just a lot of spectacle, especially yeah. when when you have describe the group that was against the uh, uh, what they were doing, Frank. Well, the, the, the people who are supportive yeah. of the Digital Light Project, you know, they they feel that right. well, the Earth is going to go. The Earth is going to end anyway with all these you know all these shit going on, the sun and the moon. So you know they would rather just keep themselves forever, like you know they keep them going forever in the digital realm. So that's yeah. why they're sabotaging, right? The mountain moving project, uh, moving mountain project, and then there's this great sequence in the middle where remember how they decided to change the name to Wandering Earth. I thought that was a fantastic visual sequence, just showing you know, like the years that gone by because you know you have some jump, just some leap in years, and within that sequence, they mentioned how you know you still have these attacks and blah blah blah, and in the end, this, the world kind of came together, and then they all decided we're going to change. And the final China said we're going to change the name to Wandering Earth, and I just that sequence is very well done. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the sequences are very well done. But, but you know, of course, as uh, as the plot guy, uh, you know, I was bothered, but not bothered. I understood that the movie was showing just how flawed we are as humans. Yes. And why the AI would make the decisions they made, because my attitude is they're saying, well, we don't have money to do both. Guys, the earth is dying. The earth is going to be destroyed. Print more money. Do both. <laughs> Don't set one faction against the other. But of course, they wouldn't have a movie if people 
used logic. Yeah, and also even if you have the digital light project, if Earth is like being kaput, then nothing is left. There's nothing right. Left. Yeah. So what's yeah. the point? Yeah, but, but I understand yeah. they can uh, if they if they think like we do, there won't be a yeah. movie. So yeah. yeah, there wouldn't be a movie. Yeah. But look at humans anyway. Look at that's true. And look at Avatar. Look at all the movies about how stupid humans are. We still are stupid. Thankfully, hopefully, not the three of us. But <laughs> of course, we're not in control. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm in control of one thing, and that's me. And I'm doing fine with with me. But I'm not going to be stupid enough to try <laughs> to try to you know control other people yeah crazy i i mean i just like how some of the more emotional moments were done without like excessive melodrama especially remember that scene where he has wu ching's uh mentor doing this and then yeah uh, and then i like when, that yeah i like that and then of course when he went you know when his when his mentor went to the moon to try to detonate the bomb but because of the distance and what have you they couldn't get you know they couldn't see each other again he had that the well i guess he's a russian astronaut just doing this and then, I mean that was just great you know that's yeah you know that's emotional without being overly melodramatic I I mean it's just to me seeing that in the mainland Chinese film I I really felt you know you know that's great I mean it's like they're getting out of that stereotypical cliche thing which is a good thing yeah right. it's, it gives us hope mm -hmm. it gives us hope that now the cinema will be to unite not to divide and also they will accept what they can do better than any other cinema on the planet. If they accepted the legacy of Hong Kong cinema, if they embraced it, because as you know, Hong Kong cinema, look at what's happening with Bollywood now, but that's because they were so influenced by Hong Kong cinema. Mm -hmm. so, that's, oh, now that's Wu Jing calling. No, yeah, that's Wu Jing. <laughs> yes. It's Johnny Toe. Yeah, if, uh, <laughs> it's Andy Lau. If, if they embrace, if if the Chinese Film Bureau embraces their talents, their incredible filmmaking community, it'll be a, it'll be a new renaissance of cinema, not just action cinema, but but you know they're doing it in science fiction. This is one of the best science fiction epics I've ever seen. And so if they just keep going in this direction, we're gonna have we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a good time watching these great movies. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, and Frank, Frank, there's really nothing like this here, is there? Here, meaning the U.S. Yeah. In uh, terms of in terms of recent years, has there been something cerebral science fiction? Probably not. Yeah, no. a right. science fiction disaster film like this, no. Right. But just right. I mean, that is serious. It's not like right. Not like fucking Independence Day shit. You Roll, know? Roland Emmerich, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, Moonfall, I, can, I guess Moonfall, in right. some way, 2012 maybe, but again, you know, 2012 is. But again, they made that into a they made that into a campy. Yeah, right. just camp in that disaster exactly. movie. Yeah. Disaster this, this, movie. This was serious science fiction. Yes. Yeah, serious. Yeah. I couldn't call this sci-fi. I have okay. to call this science fiction. Yeah, science and I love fiction. all the all the thing about like the the computer, you know all. The, the all, I mean, every like the, <clears throat> all the hardware they talk about, all the software. I mean, like using that computer model to, you know, yeah, I mean, just great. I mean, this is like, 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 like Rick said, this is a hardcore science fiction. This yep. is this is meaty too. There's a yeah. lot to watch. There's a lot to enjoy on every level. Yes, cinematic yeah. level. Again, you know me. I love I love an equal amount of eye candy and mind candy. Yes, 
right. this, these two movies had it. it and it, and and I think credit all goes to you know <clears throat> Liu Xieying, the <clears throat> the writer, you know, the original writer of the Wandering Earth short story. Because I mean, re- to have a sci-fi, I mean, I think that's one reason why this film kind of talk, you know, speak to us so much. You know, it's because of the fact that it's written by a sci-fi writer. This is a, a you know, seriously, you know, this is a serious, really high respected sci-fi writer. And and I again I admire him for going kind of expanding his view by doing a screenplay for the for this uh, well goal you know the, the prequel the well goal film and yeah Frank, was, it, was this based off of three books no that's the other one that's the okay. that's the the three what's it called shoot now that you think let me hold on it's like supernova or something no no it's uh the three body problem. Okay. But that's a totally separate yeah. thing. Netflix is actually okay. developing a TV series for it. But no, that's separate. But he is the writer for that epic three-book series, The Three-Body Problem, which I highly, highly recommend. There's an English nice. version of this. Wandering Earth also has an English version. But again, Wandering Earth is just a short story. And right. the Wellgo film, that story, he hasn't written it. This is for this for the film. This, you know, you know, he wrote he wrote the screenplay for the for the Wellgo film. So it has not been published. It's not a, it's not based on the story. Yeah, this was right. his opportunity to fill in the holes that he left open with the short story. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, I enjoyed both of these movies. Uh, you know, and just an act just a, a, a special effects spectacle, you know, had some fun characters, and like Rick was mentioning earlier, you know, we have the the zero gravity foo that hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh we could show the clip of that at Comic Con this year. That. Oh yeah. Uh, and the, and the, and the drone, hey, Frank, the drones shot action sequence was dope. <laughs> oh, I, I was I was like creaming my pants when I saw that. In the <laughs> oh my god! I knew you liked drone shots. I didn't know you liked them that much. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I'm like accidentally pressing random pictures. You know, drone shots. No, that, no, no, no. That whole no, no. I mean, that whole action sequence is just so amazing. I mean, I oh, again, cool. like I said. I have no prior knowledge of this film actually being made at all until I saw that trailer. And yeah. then to know that, oh, it's coming out in like, what, two weeks? And then Wellgo got it. He's going to show in the theaters. Hell, you know, shut up and take my money, right? And then and I, I don't know anything about the sequence. So once I saw once I saw that amazing action thing, I was like, oh, yeah. my God, you know? Oh, yeah, there's just so much good stuff in here for sure. It's a little bit something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love uh, the the towards the end, you know? Wu Jing's character is getting back in the cockpit and yes. getting back to his mission. I mean, yes. all that stuff was really good. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and you were you were. I'm glad you brought up his superior. That was oh, yeah. great. I enjoyed, I enjoyed um, uh, his character. As I'll be well. honest with you. I could do a little bit less with that old dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the guy in the wheelchair. The guy in the wheelchair. I know he kind of represent like he's really representing yeah. perspective and right, right. I could right. do less with him, but yeah, the mentor yeah. guy's great. I love that scene where they were recruiting people to you know detonate the bombs, and then and Dude. then, and then yeah. he, you know the young guy started coming, and then he walked over and said, "No, you guys, I can't trust you guys. You guys too young. Let the old let the old farts do it." And then yeah. he said, "Everybody's fifty and above, come out." And, oh, that's great. That is again, it's emotional without being overly melodramatic. Right. right. Yeah. It was right. Really good. Really great. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, so, and I know. I mean, I'm not trying to like sound like I'm really like, really like, 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 like uh, kissing up to Well Go, but I'm. I was so glad when I heard that Well Go bought this film because you all know the first the Netflix film, The Wandering Earth. <laughs> look at Rick. The Wandering <laughs> Earth 
because of the fact that Netflix got it, it has yeah. never gotten a video release. The oh. only video release was DVD in China, not even oh. the Blu-ray. That's some so bullshit. It's a, exactly that's some yeah. bullshit. So yeah. anyway, so not, the fact that Wellgo acquired the North American rights to the film mean one, you'll definitely have a video release, and two, fingers crossed, we'll get a 4K disc with Dolby Emo sound. I mean, Ooh. I'm praying that Wellgo releases on 4K because this yeah. thing will look and sound terrific in 4K. Well, again, just to show you the difference, the growing difference between Frank and I. Bring me, bring me in addition to, to age. Yeah, in addition to age. Uh, he doesn't want to kiss up to Welgo. Welgo, if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, man. One more oh. time. There you go, there you go. There you go. <laughs> 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 I will oh. I will kiss up to Welgo with pleasure anytime. No, no, no. I think Welgo is I mean, I, I love the fact that Welgo is really, you know, not the fact, not just that they're the only game in town for the US distributor yeah. in terms of carrying all these great movies. It's just the fact that you can, I mean, thanks to Welgo, we're able to see these films. Yeah. And, yeah. and then to have them released on video, I mean, just like God sent, you know. And of course, higher is like the best three ninety nine you're going to spend every month, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I have movie nights over here and, you know, my filmmaking friends come over and we just go from one, one high out to another. Oh, so yeah. The old ones, the new ones, the miracle mm -hmm. fighters, the grandmaster of Kung Fu, here with Kung Fu King. And there's, there's a couple of new ones on, I think today. So I'll be getting back to that. But in any yeah. case. Yeah. And, and also Welco is now like even buying non action film, like the sparring partner, which is one of the Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, they, they, that's right. And the hidden blade. And hit and play, yeah. With Tony I want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah. So yeah. So again, you know, it's not. Here's the deal. You know, Frank, we've known each other for decades. I don't. I don't kiss up to any company. I kiss up to the best one. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Ocean nice. Shores. I sang. Now. Welco. Welco. Yeah. Nice. And also, well said, you know, well said. Also, we deserve to also kiss up to like Eureka, ADA film because they really care. Well, yeah, you do. Well, okay. speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking of, speaking <laughs> of, uh, there you go. Segue to Frank. Frank, go ahead. Well, okay. Well, so Eureka just announced yesterday that we, they're releasing these two, you know, these two titles. Well, more than two titles in May because you have the Burning Paradise, the Ringo Lamb classic Burning Paradise, with my audio commentary. And also the hopping the Mr. hopping man Mr. Vampire sequel set, which contains Mr. Vampire Two, Mr. Vampire Three, um, Mr. Vampire Four, and Vampire versus Vampire. Right. With me yeah. doing commentaries on two of them, and then Mike Leader and Anna Venema on the other two. So yeah, they're you know I don't have to kiss up to them. I've got you, and also <laughs> and also they don't need me in any way, shape, or form. They've got you. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's basically you're the scholar, I'm the critic. There you go. I'm you know, the, I'm the and I'm the fan. I'm yeah, the fan. There we go. The one thing that I have, well, I don't know about this now. I mean, I have practiced kung fu more than you have, but I don't know how much you know about kung fu. But at the same time, there's leader, there's all the other guys. So again, I get to, I just get to enjoy. The benefits of your i mean we were very close because i i uh, we watched shaolin plot on the last movie night 
And I said, nice. and after watching, I said we should have watched it while with uh, Frank's with Frank's commentary. Because you make yeah. it's better. Mm -hmm. It's better with your commentary. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So in any case. Are, are we are we are we through wandering? Do we have anything more to I say? Think about that? I think we're. I think we're. I'm trying to think. Is there anything I want to talk about this film? Um, I'm just trying to think. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, again, I, I, I this film will definitely be on my. If, if we're gonna do the top ten action autopsy with me again, fingers crossed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Any time. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so, anyway, but but if if I'm gonna do the top ten again this year, this film will definitely be on the list for sure. For sure. Well, I wouldn't nice. be surprised. It won't be on mine. Oh. <laughs> because, you know, because, yeah, we're, I mean, who, we're yin and yang at this point. We're just total yin yang. I mean, what you love, I, I, I can, I, I'm fine with, but I don't love. And what I love, you're fine with, but you don't love. So it's, it's between the two of us. We're I know. Rounded, uh, no, I'm just you know, like I always, I always support original science fiction. That's all. Right. And every time oh, I sure. see a film with original science fiction, just the action in this. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. Again, if you can do it on a computer, it has to be extraordinary. I mean, now I will admit that uh, uh, Puss in Boots would have been on my top ten had I seen it. Ah. Right. right. I mean, that was incredible. Right. That was a great film. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So like I said, I mean, I always support original sci-fi, science fiction film. I look forward to six to be honest, I even look forward to sixty-five, you know, the the new um I'm interested in it. I want to see that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. Uh, again, original science fiction. So on, on Monday when we do the action film autopsy, we'll be talking about all of that, how all of these genres are improving because all these young filmmakers are taking and running it with it. And mm -hmm. they're not trying just to exploit an audience. Right. The fact that James Gunn is now controlling the DCEU, showing again, they're not trying to just exploit an audience, they're trying to respect the audience. There you go. And, and given that I've worked in every genre except romances, mm -hmm. I appreciate and admire that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me yeah, me too. That's all that, that's all we want, really. I mean, just like don't treat us like idiots, you know, don't don't, you know, like just respect us. You know, respect right. Yeah. right. And that's what I mean. Like the welco in the one earth to the well of it. Like I see scenes as he shot that like so beautiful. I don't I know like it's like this is poetry. It's almost and like, also Eureka and 88 are doing the same thing. They're putting oh, yeah. together wonderful packages of these <clears throat> classic films mm -hmm. yep. that hopefully Wandering Earth 2 gives me hope that we will see the likes of the great movies that you're doing for Eureka and 88 again, that they will say, let's stop trying to diminish Kung Fu. Let's, let's support Kung Fu. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well said. Well, well said. said. Well said. Yeah. So, Hey, thank you guys for watching. You guys are awesome. Check out both of these movies, Wandering Earth on Netflix, and then make sure you check out Wandering no, no. Earth 2. No, 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 no. Well, no, 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 no. We'll go first. Oh. Yeah. Netflix second. Okay. Yeah. So okay. watch out for the release of the Welcome film, Warner of Two. Once it comes out, there either on Haya or on streaming or on video, what have you, watch mm -hmm. that first. Yes. And then, and then also, I want, like I said, again, I watched the Netflix one first, but you know, so did I. Yeah. Either, either way, see both films. Watch both. Watch both <laughs> films. Yeah. See yeah. number two first. Yes. See Wandering Earth second. Yes, yeah, because technically yeah. the second one is the prequel. So it's a prequel. Right. right. So if you don't want to you know what happens. Better that way. Yeah. Who's on first? 
Yeah. So yeah. you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on first? Uh, and oh, second. A, there you go. There you go. on first. Netflix on second. Uh, but yeah, this I don't was a blast. Know oh, this man. was a blast as always talking film with you guys. All genres. That's right. Hong Kong cinema and sci-fi. We do it all here on the channel. Hey, if you guys had fun hanging out with us, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the old samurai guy. That's right. Check out the merch store. That's right. Buy a mug, buy a shirt, keep the channel going. You can find us all on all the social medias. That's right. We're on all of them. And you you, you know you got to buy Rick's books now. That's right. You got it. You got to buy the books. All description for Rick's books in the description box below. That's right. And uh, Well Go USA. You want to check out the website. All that is in the description box FD. below. Subscribe to Ohio. Yes. Yes. Subscribe. Oh, yeah. Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. You Best need that. $3.99 you'll ever spend. Yes. Yes. Month. And uh, I got to play it because it's tradition. Hey, for, this is for Rick. Get the book. Get the book. Get the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, hey, play that again. I love it. Can we play that again, please? Yeah, here we go. Get the book! Get the book! Get the book! <laughs> well, I got the book. I'm I, I, I ordered that John Wick book. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, a quick this is a quick uh, reminder for all you channel members and patrons that support the channel. You guys rock. Uh uploaded right now exclusively for you guys. Samurai guys talking about the assassination of Jesse James. That's right. The Brink and Angel Town. You want to check out my reviews and thoughts on that film exclusively just for you guys. Make sure you guys check it out. That has been uploaded to the channel. Thank you all. You guys rock. Keep watching movies. Support Star Trek and Star Wars when it's good. That's right. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. We'll see you guys Monday. Take care, guys. Bye.